Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Today we'll be talking about arthritis, managing pain and keeping active. And with us today, we have two specialists, a physician and surgeon about the condition. Good morning, Dr. Ima. Pleasure to have you with us and Dr. Tina. A pleasure to have you with us for the first time. Dr. Omar has come on the program several times in the past. But it's a pleasure to have both of you with us. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Now, we're talking about arthritis. Dr. Omar, if I could just kick off with you. Um, can you just tell us, what is arthritis? So I think um, first things first is to first of all um, deal with the myths that we tend to have with what we call arthritis. Um um, and there are a few myths, two or three, I'll probably just um, right off the bat to deal with. One of them is the fact that arthritis is not a diagnosis the same way you have malaria as a diagnosis or have diabetes or hypertension. Arthritis is not a diagnosis. Arthritis is just a description of how people feel when their joints uh, ache and sometimes are swollen and probably stiff. So um, having said, you know, um, address that myth that we tend to have. The second myth, therefore, that follows from that is to say that arthritis is not one disease, it's not one diagnosis. Um, there are many things that cause arthritis. Uh, a, a, very, a, a very good way of being to explain or describe this is headache. Headache is not a diagnosis per se, but there are different types of headaches, there are different things that cause uh, headaches. A stroke can cause a headache, if you hit your head against the wall, it can cause a headache. Um, if your blood sugar is low, you can have a headache. If you, if you, you have your heart broken, you can have a headache. So there are different things that can cause <laughs> a headache. But it doesn't mean they're all headaches, but they are different causes. So, so that's the second thing. So it's to now say that what exactly is the type of arthritis that one has and, and there are different types of arthritis or causes of arthritis um, between 100 to 200 uh, after the last count. So I, I 100 to be, 200, uh, my goodness, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of causes yeah. of arthritis. Can you give us some of the common ones? Uh, the most common one that we probably uh, know that, uh, you know, associated with age is osteoarthritis. That's the degenerative form of, one of the degenerative forms of arthritis. There are other forms. Um, lumbar spondylosis is another form. Rheumatoid arthritis is one where uh, rheumatologists tend to see, and that's where our name was derived from. Lupus can cause arthritis. Gout can cause arthritis. Psoriatic arthritis. You even have the general in uh, form that affects children and, and teenagers. So there are different causes of arthritis. There are quite a number of things that can cause pain uh, in the joints. So now we're talking about arthritis. And even as a, can you describe the different kinds of arthritis? And Dr. Tina, if you want to also join in with that, if there's anything you want to add in, please join us. So what kind of arthritis or arthritises are there in terms of symptoms? Oh, so, yes. I, I was going to allow Dr. Tina to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
So, um, uh, thank you, Dr. Ima. So, uh, basically, um, let's, ju let's just explain that wherever two bones articulate, that's where two bones meet, um, there's likelihood of degeneration. So, two bones will meet at a joint. There are different kinds of joints in the body, but basically, where you have two bones meeting, you call that point a joint. Every joint is prone to degeneration depending on how much movement is allowed in such joints. So for that reason, synovial joints, which have the most movements, tend to degenerate much more than, say, fibrous joints that don't move. That's the beginning of the problem. The fact that there's movement, the fact that there's friction over time will cause wear and tear. So that's the basic lay reason behind arthritis. Now... When we pick the typical uh, joints, say the commonest osteoarthritis will be osteoarthritis of the fingers. Then the other common ones will be the knee joints, the hip joints and all that. So what is actually happening? The surfaces of the bones that articulate to form a joint are typically in the synovial joints lined by hyaline cartilage. Now cartilage is not the same as bone. It is the smooth, shiny, soft lining of the bones to reduce friction and then in this same contraption called the joints you have a capsule that is lined by membrane the job of the membrane is to produce fluid now when there is a loss of the normal components the fluid is um, reduced in quantity there's increased friction there is inflammation within the space all this will lead to arthritis and then it becomes a vicious cycle because there's swelling, there's stretching of the capsule. Over time, the capsule gets thickened and then it results in stiffness. So the person typically will go from pain and then to stiffness and then from stiffness to inability to move. And then you become sedentary. And then there comes all sorts of uh, problems that comes with a sedentary lifestyle. But it's all cascades from pain from arthritis are we getting some yes definitely i think that um we are Dr. Matt, do you have anything you want to add to that yes i, I think she's done a very uh, good job at um explaining uh, you know the you know the underlying um, anatomy uh, biology as it were of, of the joint and that's where a lot of that's actually where arthritis takes place really just to say that the cause of an arthritis could either be I could grade them in three just for the appreciation of the layman. It could be localized to within the to, to around the joint itself in terms of the cause of the arthritis. It could be not too far from the joint and it could be something that is affecting the whole body. And if it's something that just localized to the joint, it could be anywhere from some form of a trauma or accident that's happened that now eventually leads to some form of arthritis or it could be some form of infection that has infected a particular joint or it could even be uh, some other thing that's uh, been affecting some other surrounding tissue that seems to also be reflected in the joint. For instance, when you have soft tissue, uh, rheumatisms, where things like tendons, ligaments that are around the joint have pain and then you mm -hmm. feel them like you, as though they were uh, an arthritis, a true arthritis. Obviously, it's only a professional that will be able to differentiate between a true arthritis and a yeah, false arthritis. But, yeah, but essentially, they present... Uh, in some form of a similar uh, manner, then it could also be affecting the entire body uh, where 
in that case, is a systemic problem. Such things as rheumatoid arthritis that are affecting multiple joints, lupus that could be affecting not just the joint but other organs, gout that can deposit the crystals of, of gout in different parts of the body. So uh, we could look at it in those three ways and they could, they could fall into any of these categories in terms of what might cause an arthritis. So I think, I mean, not too long ago was World Lupus Day, so it's actually very appropriate But we're mentioning lupus at this um, at this juncture where we're talking about arthritis and arthritis being a, a way that actually people could present that have lupus and other autoimmune um, conditions. So you, what you're saying is that if I get it right, from all that we've gathered from both yourself and Dr. Tina, we can either have it pain in one joint, pain in many joints, and causes are different depending on what kind of pain we're talking about. So now we, 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 we try to talk about arthritis in general now because even though it comes up, I think maybe it might be useful just to talk a bit about how to separate them in terms of diagnosis. Does diagnosis matter in terms of treatment? Yes, it, it does matter. Um, having said that, the, the commonest kind of arthritis that will come my way will be the the wear and tear, straightforward degeneration from from aging. As surely as we'll grow gray, um, we will develop arthritis in one joint or another. It's just that it will be to different you know extents for every individual. Yeah. So so I will be dealing mostly with. Um, Sometimes with gouty arthritis, but even at that, it's still not my forte. I will send them to Dr. Ima, but I'll be dealing mostly with osteoarthritis. And Dr. Ima, over to you. Because you're talking about surgery. Um, so, Dr. Ima, you talk to deal with majority of the others in terms of yes. the medical treatment. So, how, how would you distinguish between them all? And um, what kind of things, so before we talk, into, talk about surgical treatment, what kind of treatments would be offered? But first, how do you distinguish between them? Okay, before I mention the, the, how we might distinguish between them, I, it's also important for me to note that we we work very closely with our colleagues. I pretty much call ourselves brother and sister because it's very important that we work together. I, at times when we have cases, we have to quickly refer and they have cases and we have to refer. So so that's very important. There are times when we both have to even be involved uh, in Managing. care of, of this patient. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now ha having said that, uh, there are different ways in which we differentiate them. You already set the ball rolling, really. Uh, if it affects one joint, we have several, what we call usual, what I would call usual suspects. The medical term we use is differential diagnosis. Uh, but you, you know, when, when a crime is committed in a certain place, uh, you would probably say, oh, there are usual suspects that are responsible. So <laughs> if there's one joint, <laughs> the usual suspects are uh, sometimes the degenerative arthritis, septic arthritis, and gout, also with a few joints. If they affect uh, the joints of the lower limbs, they're also usual as, uh, suspects as well. If they affect m multiple joints, especially joints in the hands, then you need to think of things that are inflammatory or autoimmune uh, in nature. Um, so th that's the way we tend to differentiate. Uh, then we'll probably go on to talk about the treatment. Okay. So, talking, we've, I mean, we've talked about the breadth of it. But are there any kind of additional myths you want to bring up in terms of diagnosis? Yes. Well, at it, I think a lot of different types of arthritis, one, a lot of doctors are unaware of the existence or the fact that they are common. You just see them as being um, things in the textbook. And that's because a lot of diagnosis being made 
are usually malaria and typhoid. And I think that masks a lot of diagnosis because typically a lot of arthritis tend to present with fever and joint pains. Typically the symptoms that you have, you have with malaria. But I think the index of suspicion should arise if that same person keeps coming back with a short period of time recurrently. And I think the, the index of suspicion, even the, the person having the pain, should be able to say, you know what? I don't think this is malaria. I treated malaria. I'm not getting better. Exactly. Exactly. I treated again two weeks again. And so at that point, within a, a space of four weeks to six weeks, you should yeah. be able to say, you know, this is not a typical malaria. I've had all kinds of treatments and it's not going. So I think I need to ask my doctor to refer me to someone who will probably find out what exactly is going on. Okay. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Well, that was a very, very power-packed first session. Uh, one of the questions that has um, come through is, is it commoner in women or men? Okay. Um, actually, in the literature, it's commoner in women. Um, and uh, factually, in my clinic, I tend to see uh, more females than men. Um, but then again, I think there are also mitigating factors to that. Uh, one of that is that I think women in our environment tend to be more, um, what's the word, uh, they tend to seek out health care um, a bit quicker than, than men. Men tend to kind of just try and keep things busy, trying to make money. Uh, <laughs> trying to keep dinner, we'll have a um, of water. But it is, <laughs> yes, you know, so, but, but it, it, it's, it's, it's commoner in, in, in women. And um, Dr. Neto, it also does affect men. Dr. Neto, in your clinic, how do, how do you see it? What do you see? People coming to surgery. I think it's two to one so far um, in favor of women. But having said that, if for rheumatoid arthritis in particular, um, there's a worldwide predilection towards women. So they, they reach for a number in, in, again in two to one fashion. So yeah. But for the other arthritis, I'm not. Okay, but what about gout? How common is gout in Nigeria? In fact, I'm very interested to know. Yeah, gout is very common. Uh, probably commoner than, than, than people think. Yeah, and it men is. actually the the, the, the major um, you know uh, was the word that ones who tend to have gout more <laughs> than, than women. So that's yes, one of the few ones that the men took to themselves. Okay. Yeah. No, Doctor Ma, talk to us about treatment medical treatment before we go on to talking to Dr. Tina about surgical treatment. Okay, so I, I, I um, in my mind, and I, I think the treatment begins once early diagnosis is made. So it's, it's important. I believe that that's part of the treatment journey, ensuring that you get to a specialist on time and you begin to get the proper care on time because that salvages a lot. Our neurology colleagues will say time is brain. Cardiologists would say time is heart or time is muscle. I think for us, you know, myself and Dr. Tina, we say time is cartilage, <laughs> probably, you know. So, and <laughs> I think that's a new one we have to coin. And I've, I have numerous examples to, to buttress this. I've, I've had people who, if they'd, if they'd seen the right person or uh, earlier, um, even though they did have arthritis, would not have become too serious. So that's why for me, that is the number one starting point. And then in terms of treatment, there are actually three major aspects of, of treatment. 
the common one everybody talks about is medication. So that's the pharmacological aspect. But we'll also talk about the non-pharmacological, that is um, things that don't require the intervention of the doctor per se, uh, or rather the use of medication. Then you also have the surgical, and that's where Dr. Uh, Tina comes in. So I'll leave that now, aspect. Under the, under the non-surgical or non-medical, that includes things like physiotherapy, doesn't it? And, yeah, I, and, 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 and I'd, I'd like to share that. my own, as it was, family history. My mother actually had her knee replaced um, at the age of 80. And it's very interesting that she had her, her knee replaced at 80. And she had two knees that were bothering her, but they said, do the one first. And amazingly, on rehabilitation of her new knee, the exercise she was doing for both knees, her second leg improved. So I think there's a lot to be said for some of the non-medical, non-surgical, i.e. the physiotherapy aspect of it, in terms of how if people do the right things, they can perhaps improve things. So I'm therefore, I'm, I'm really with you there, Dr. Emma. So talking to you, Dr. Tina, let's just go straight with to the, to the issue of surgery. You know, Nigerians don't like having surgery. Tell me about it. <laughs> so, you know, so how does it, you know, how does it work? They don't like surgery. In fact, people say, ah, no, if you have surgery, that's how you'll be inside a wheelchair. That's how you will die. That's how, you know, the stories are just so many. And sometimes people do need surgery and they need it quite early. So what are the do's and don'ts? Who gets to go for surgery? And what age do you advise surgery to happen? Because some, some people, like, for example, have a young lady. I mean, I call her young because she's, she's not 40 yet. And she's overweight. She's got a bad knee, really in pain a lot. And they've told her to go for, for, for surgery. Would you want to operate on somebody that young? What are the do's and don'ts? Please tell us about it. When it comes to the surgical management of arthritis, so that will be for end-stage arthritis. It's not one of those surgeries that you offer when things are still um, early. So, you know, so you mentioned it's better to go early, not for arthritis. Um, you shouldn't. I, I mean, the, the protocol is to not offer surgery unless it is end stage what we call grade four that is bone on bone because it is the end of the spectrum of your treatment so we've been treating with analgesics physical therapy physical therapy has its use not just after surgery it's good to throw in exercise throw in good physical therapy because what you want is a holistic treatment so that when there is fitness when you do need surgery you are already fit and you are able to come through that tunnel in best shape. Your recovery is, is faster, you know, so physical therapy comes much early. And then, thankfully, in this part of the world, the patients that present to you pretty late anyway, anyway yes. they, because they've used medications for years, they've, you know, they've been around. So by the time, they, in my experience, they come to you in stage four, bone on bone. So it is a question of allaying the fears, addressing the the anxiety because it is real. I mean, it 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 is big deal. Arthroplasty surgery is a big deal. You you begin to to show what 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 the patients will go through. You give them all the information, and you make them you reassure them that it's going to be planned, safe surgery. You know what what yeah, I do in my I, practice. I I begin with showing. Go on, Pamela. What I was going to say was, Duchess Hospital already has a phenomenal reputation for surgery. Our vice president came and had 
surgery at the doctor's hospital. So, you know, you can't, you know, obviously wouldn't be doing that if he didn't think that was safe, which I think, you know, is so commendable with so many people going abroad for surgery. The fact that he had his surgery in a Nigerian hospital, in your hospital, speaks volumes for the kind of caliber of care that is offered offer there. So I don't think, you know, that, that's, that should be in, in doubt. But, you know, please carry on with what you were saying. Can I contribute a story here? Of course. So I had this patient, um, the aunt of a colleague, um, who my, my colleague got me to see this aunt of, you know, and she had arthritis, bad arthritis. And, you know, we did the, you know, uh, medications, asked her to do physical therapy and even did the injections. But I said to her that, mom, yeah, I said to her, I said, mommy, you need to have surgery. Now, here's, the, here's, where the, here's where the kicker is. One of her sons is an orthopedic surgeon outside of Nigeria. She's refused, <laughs> as of last time I know, to have surgery. Just say how real that fear is. I just want to just contribute that. Story. Yes. Wow. Yes. No, no, no. I, I think it's something was, was that <laughs> we cannot, you know, overemphasize that issue and the fact that we have to overcome it. And it's real and, and something we need to respect and deal with. But unfortunately, you won't believe this. We have two minutes to the end of the program. Yeah. Time is already up. So I'm just going to be asking us to, you know, so Tina, as you're speaking now, please just give, also give your last words for our listeners. Uh, thank you very much. So um, arthritis is a real problem. Um, typically, when you have arthritis, especially in the lower limbs, it's, it's, it cascades into affecting your spine. It affects your gait. You're leaning to one side. Your back hurts. So the best thing to do is see the orthopedic surgeon. Go to a place you will trust and submit to safe surgery. You know, I mean, it's, it's okay to have, you know, a second opinion, a third opinion. As far as you know, you're getting safe, decent surgery. It will save you. It will save you, you know, it will give you, it will give you a better chance at a better quality of life in the future. So that's the way to go. Thank you. Dr. Emma, do you have any last words for our listeners? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Dr. Pamela. I would say, make sure you present early. That's, that's important that and to the right uh, doctor so that it's, it, it is made. Who is the right doctor? I would, I would say a, a rheumatologist okay. and an orthopedic surgeon. Like I said, we walk, we walk like Siamese twins. So we, we, we know how to, how to, we know who to go send to who. So, so that's presented either both of us or either of us rather. Then it's also important to realize that apart from the medications for pain, that they are all the non-pharmacological aspects are important. As a matter of fact, exercise is medicine. Um, so you, that is very important. Joints that move tend to have more nutrition going to them that makes them healthier. So being, our sedentary lifestyle doesn't help and we need to be learn to move those joints. It's also important to reduce the weight that our joints carry. If you put too much weight than they've been designed to carry, they will, they will buckle on under that weight to, to lose weight. Nutrition is important. Um, Hair lifestyle is important. So uh, those, those are my last words. Which to, and to, those are, those uh, are uh, in a nutshell, what we need to do to stay active while managing arthritis. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.